Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at Shay-Doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Yes, good morning, good afternoon. If you celebrate it, I hope that you had a really nice Valentine's Day and also showed yourself love. That's most important. If you're listening on iTunes and you haven't already, please head there now to leave a little star rating whilst we're going through the session today, if this is giving you value so that we can get it out to more people. This week, we are talking about focusing on the last mile. You know that habit of starting something and not finishing it. Does that resonate with you? Have you got midway through a project, a task or a goal and then found yourself becoming distracted or switching off completely? Today, I'll be sharing why that happens, the challenges it will cause you and we'll finish with three methods that you can immediately use to lift yourself out of this cycle. Let's begin with how this shows up. I was thinking whilst I was writing the episode of times when I've personally experienced this, which you may be able to relate to. Gym memberships, let's start there. In my early 20s, I remember I had a wave of great intentions. Me and my friend had this motivation phrase, fit not fat, we called it. And you decide, right, this is it. I'm going to do it. No messing around anymore. And you get into a habit of going three times a week. That becomes two. Then you miss one for a week. And before you know it, you're paying and not using it. Yeah, that one. Work projects. This is another example. In the past, I took on this project to redesign a sales form and increase signups. It started great. I rallied the team, pitched for investment got another company to help with the build and then started hitting all these road bumps, questions, risk, legal blockers, and it became quite boring. I had to really try hard and see it through without compromising standards. Back to exercise, on to workouts. I broke that gym cycle actually when lockdown first started. I got this online personal trainer and it really helped me to break through. Though I definitely found on the last exercise set, I would be slower 
less reps or thoughts were creeping in like, oh, I don't know if I can complete this. I felt it physically in my body compared to the previous workout rounds. As if my body was saying, it's all right, we're nearly done now, so you can start to slow down. Do any of these feel familiar to you? You know, if somebody asks you, what are you up to? And you say, these are the things I'm working on. It probably means they've lost a bit of focus. This last mile focus applies to so many different contexts within our personal and professional lives. In your workplace, phrases like, let's get it over the line, focus on the final 10%, getting the job done. It's all to combat this fatigue or boredom that you experience. People switch off. So what is the challenge here? What's the risk of allowing it to happen? Well, the obvious ones are the fact that you don't complete or finish something. You don't get it to the point that you could have. In turn, this leads to a reflection on the way that you work, your credibility. It means when people ask you, show me the results that you've directly achieved, it becomes harder to answer that question and put your name on it. Though most importantly, out of all of this, you can feel bad at yourself. You get into this shrinking internal mindset and you say to yourself, oh, I can never finish things. I never know what I want to do. Why am I not able to make it happen? I'm not good enough. I don't have the skills I need. You put a lot of unnecessary, unhealthy pressure on yourself. And all this self-pity and thoughts move you backwards rather than growing forwards. So there are serious costs in not completing this last mile. To change it, we need to understand why it happens and then how to fix it. So I'll come on to that in a moment. First, I would like to say everybody experiences this. As much as it feels like it's just you, and you're looking at everybody else that's able to get things done, you are not alone in this. Mostly everyone goes through it. In fact, I don't know anyone who hasn't. So from this point in, it's about noticing it, being aware of when that switching off is starting to happen, and knowing how to deal with it. I'd love to share a story of a personal moment last year when I reached that awareness point myself. You know when you read that one line in a book and it just clicks, something clicks with you and from that moment, you're able to apply it. I was listening to Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. I remember the moment really clear. I was driving to London in my auntie's car that I borrowed and I was sleeping on my friend's sofa that night. That was my life at the start of 2020 continuously asking for favors because my business hadn't worked out and I didn't know what to do. So I had the audiobook playing and there was one interview in the book with a skiing champion. They had an incredible track record on the slopes and Tim asked him one question. What was his unique method? How did he do it? He said that he'd noticed People starting to get sloppy on the final part of the run before crossing the finishing line. Some of their turns weren't as tight or they lost time. 
So he decided to focus completely on nailing that very last section. And he found that through that, it dramatically transformed his ability throughout the entire run. Because he was thinking about ending with quality right from the start. And I thought at that moment when I heard it, that sounds really interesting. Something just made me stop. I'd never thought of that or tried it before. And I'll show you in a short while how I applied it because I too saw major changes straight away. Now you're familiar with the feeling of what we're talking about, of last mile focus. And perhaps whilst we've been going through those few examples, you've noticed times where it's happened to you. So why does this happen? What is going on to make you do this and not really learn from it? Because it crops up regularly, right? This feeling of not being able to get things over the line or not completing certain tasks that you want to. So first, if you're doing tasks that are not aligned to your highest values, you will naturally switch off and it's unrealistic to expect anything else from yourself. And I covered in episode seven how to uncover what your highest values are. You may also think that you just get bored easily, that you lack focus, or you may even think that you have a problem. And this is the point where you start to feel bad at yourself, though there is more to it. Even for people doing what they love, it's unrealistic to think they never switch off. They do. You're not weird or the odd one out. So I have to say, don't wrap your thoughts in self-pity and feel sorry for yourself. You aren't the only one that experiences this. This point in is about moving forward now. Part of it is a natural evolutionary system in your brain designed to keep you safe or alert you. It's that predator and prey. It means naturally your brain will break focus. There's no stopping that. If you perceive something as dangerous or exciting happening around you, your brain will immediately pick up on that and switch tracks. So it means that you lose focus on what you were doing and now you're on to something new. Take that workout as an example. So your goal is to complete it, though you have multiple distractions throughout. Some people could drop the weights near you and it's really loud, so it makes you jump or it makes you stop. Or one of your favorite songs plays and it makes you lose focus. Though that example is about in the moment, it's short term. Remember this last mile focus isn't just about short term, it's long term too. Things like reading a book, learning a language, a work project. When you start something new like this, you can liken it to falling in love. It's exciting, it's new, it's unknown, your emotions are aroused. And you also have this natural motivator of novelty. You see everything as all good. You're going to do this. Nothing can stand in your way. Nobody can stop you. And you don't pay much attention to potential obstacles that will come later on, the ways in which you will be challenged. After a while, the goal becomes harder than expected, right? It takes you longer than you thought. And there starts to enter this degree of struggle. It becomes more physically and emotionally challenging. Then you reach this critical moment, which I believe is the tipping point. 
you think, I'm not sure, or you take your eye off the ball. Let's bring it to life. In a project, this would be something like feeling it's gone into the unknown or there's a loss in sense of direction. For a workout, it's the point of thinking, shit, this is really tough and I'm not sure if I can complete. For the skier, it would be getting to the final straight and thinking, ah, yes, I've got this. I've done it. It's all good. This tipping point is either you underestimating yourself, not being sure if you can handle it or if you're good enough, or it's you overinflating your ego and thinking you're the best. Then what happens? You've lost that focus and you've quit trying. At first, you don't really even notice that, right? Because you immediately make excuses or reasons to validate why you stopped to make yourself feel better. Uh, something else came up. It's been really busy. I haven't had time. Though over time, those reactions don't stick as well, do they? Because you notice a pattern of it happening again and again. And that's when you start to think it's something wrong with you. Now, of course, there are times when it's absolutely valid and important to stop or quit certain goals, though not continually, and certainly not for those goals you dream about the most. Why does it feel so good at the start? Your brain is getting these short bursts of chemicals that are like being on a high. They are actually putting you on a high. You feel you're winning, you're gaining, you're making great progress. This mini loop happens. Your brain craves more of these chemicals, so you do it again. And then that pushes you to keep going with little distractions. Though it is short-lived, it's a short hit because the challenges are sure to begin. A line my PT says in the last round to keep us focused, the final round is about character. You have the feel-good round at the start, the middle is challenging, though the final round is about character. It all comes down to mindset. You know the phrase, you get what you pay for, you also get what you see through to the end. Are you ready to change this then and start seeing your goals over the line? To boost your motivation all the way through to completing these tasks that you have. We're now at that part, what you can do about it. And I'm going to share three methods with you, two of which I personally use. And the third one I read about whilst I was preparing for this episode. And I'd like to try it out. It sounded interesting. So I thought I'd share that with you too. There's no need to try all three. In fact, if you take nothing else from today, just try the very first one. It's back to that story of the skier. From the start of your task, project, goal, workout, whatever it may be, intentionally become aware and actively focus on finishing the very last part with precision to the highest level of quality that you can. I apply this most often to my workouts and capoeira. It's majorly changed my focus, not only on how I finish the session, though also how I focus throughout the entire session. Because I'm thinking about that right from the start. And when it's really hard and I have those feelings of, I don't know if I can do this, which you will still get, by the way, there is no avoiding that. It's human nature. This is now about whether you push through or slack or quit. When I have those feelings, I visualize 
that the last round of my workout is some sort of competition and I'm being scored on my precision in that final round. And when it's so hard that I think I'm going to be sick, (laughs) that happens too. I'll even go into the mindset of having to do it for my family. And that might sound weird, though it's really worked for me. It gets me through with focus in those tough moments. So that's the first one. From the start, be aware and focus on finishing that last mile with absolute precision. Second, take your goal or task and identify the units of progress, the tiny units of progress. Break them down so that you can tick them off as you go along the way. This is really similar to the goals and task setting episodes we've covered. By breaking it down and having those progress points, you're giving your brain the high it needs. It will feel rewarded and encouraged and in turn give you the motivation to keep pushing. Third, this is the one that I haven't tried, though I would like to. Become aware of your pattern. Take five minutes now to write down all the things in the past that you have started and not finished. When was it and why didn't you finish? Just go with your gut instinct. What first comes to your mind when you think about that question? And once you've written them down, are there patterns? This isn't an exercise to feel bad at yourself and think, oh, look at all of this stuff that I haven't done. No, it is to understand yourself. The more you can understand how your machine works, the more you can be in sync with it. Think of a computer. If there was a bug, the engineer needs to get into the details, into the coding to understand that bug and fix it or build a new pattern. They wouldn't hide from it or not understand it and carry on as usual because the bug would remain and keep causing issues. When you make the effort to identify the root cause, you can change your pattern because you'll know what doesn't work. All right, that's it for this week. If you haven't already, please head on to your iTunes now and leave a little review if you're finding these topics are adding value. Next week is about how to deal with the uncertainty of income. It's particularly for the digital entrepreneurs, digital nomads, freelancers and gig workers in our community. Do you spend time worrying about the uncertainty of income? Quite honestly, does it stress you out? If yes is the answer, Next Thursday morning, I'll be sharing a method that will really help you take the pressure off of yourself. See you then. Thank you and love you all. Go to shay-doring.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member.